It's like coming to Sashin with all the with all of the clutter of our minds and discovering fresh mountain air here. We did a lot of our sashins up at Chikoji, but today we just have this fresh, damp air today. It feels fresh. <laughs> 
we may have come to this issue with um, a lot of clutter. And we can just open up our minds, open up as our, our, um, our hearts as we sit period after period and just feel that fresh air coming through and along the way the dust moves from our cluttered mind it gets fresh it gets fresh air When we are completely ourselves, we're most completely free of ourselves. She goes on to describe what this means, being free of ourselves, but it starts with just feeling that fresh air blow through us. And uh, getting rid of those dusty corners of our cleaning out those dusty corners of our minds. When we're most completely ourselves, we're most completely free of ourselves. Our life can be measured in moments of backing off are going straight ahead, backing away from conflict, difficulty, frustration, and fear, or developing the willingness to trust and go with the moment, not because it's uncomfortable, not because it's comfortable, but because it's here. So this is our opportunity in our city to be completely here and go forward into the right here and the right now. And that's completely being ourselves. And at the same time, completely being free of ourselves. When you can't think about it, you have to completely be the complicated, mysterious being that each of us is and is embarrassed by. Catherine says, is there anyone here who's not embarrassed by the completely enigmatic, mysterious being that you are? But as long as you're embarrassed, there's a self there. There's a defense. There's some resistance. How about willing to be embarrassed, be resistant, and or be either? How about just being willing? How about going completely into that embarrassment of our lives, the complicated, you know, what was Jean talking about? Our lives that is tangled in knots. She was talking about um, about uh, the saint that untangles the knots. More lives, and that's what our that's what our um, our 
thousand days when we let that fresh air blow through us when we open up enough to feel that fresh air going through our thoughts and minds um, that's the willingness to just be here and to be completely ourselves even even the embarrassing parts even the frustrating parts but uh, that wind can just start loosening up those complications. Uh, maybe just loosen them up so that you're saying, yep, that's me. I don't know how I'm going to untangle this one. But at least you're kind of totally, you're totally right there. And already the knot is a little looser. It's a little more comfortable to sit with those complications in, in, in our lives. And um, and that's that's what Catherine says, you know, the, the same moment we're completely with those complications and embarrassments, we're already loosening the knots and we're already being free. off. You have to go into it. You take a little step toward it, then take another little step. You go as slowly as you need to. We've got all day for gosh sakes. We've got breath after breath until four o'clock. No need to rush. If it's, if it's a little, if it's a little dodgy, if it's, a, if it's hard to go there, just, just stay with your breath. You might come right in and put your nose down close to it, but maybe you don't want to get that close. You can only do what your stomach can do. So you do it slowly at the pace at which your stomach and your heart can handle it. And what's that image of just going totally into yourself? and slowly feeling free of that self and experiencing the boundlessness the boundlessness that is our true self the knots that are starting to open and uh, in this period of meditation in this day of of sashimi uh, just expanding, uh, feeling our true self that, that is boundless and has expanded into the whole, into the whole universe. And and uh, and this is uh, this is the turning the light inward. That Gideon says, "This is uh, this is the." Uh, 
studying Buddhism is not other than studying the self, the way Buddhism says, turning that light inward, um, feeling the fresh air, opening up, uncluttering the mind, untangling the mind, and experiencing uh, this moment right here, and the only moment, the only moment you've got. That's another line that I was going to read in Catherine. Um, And uh, it was about um, when we're in that knotted up, dusty mind, we're in the mind of memory, of the past, we're in the mind of the future, how am I going to get out of this? How can I fix this? How can I make this better? When we're with that um, mind, it's, it's right here with each breath, feeling that wind um, unclutter us. That's, uh, that's the mind of boundlessness. That's the self that's, that's boundless. A mind that's ready for any cause and condition that comes its way. I'm ready for this. Uh, I'm flexible with this. It's not a mind that says, uh, oh, when the bill collector comes, this is what I do. The mind that's, that's uh, kind of stuck in one way. It's the mind that's, that's open to all possibilities. For, for any um, any uh, of the ten thousand things that might that might approach us, we're ready and open, and that's the boundless quality. It's not the mind that just has a few solutions for the problems that we meet all the time. This mind that we're cultivating here in Sashimi is the boundless mind that's open. And ready for anything with myriad, with a boundless number of responses. Um, thank you, Scott, for uh, loaning me this book, a new book by uh, Sotra Zen teacher Brad Warner, talking about ethics. But, um, He's, uh, he's uh, getting a teaching here from Colvin Chino, Colvin, the founder of this very Zen center. Um, this is, these are Colvin's words. Um, Maybe a good example is music, Colvin said. There are strings, like in a violin, 
if no one touches them, you may imagine there was rich music or complete music going on, and you were just picking out the sounds of music when you touched the strings. So, so you're not playing that violin. You're just kind of imagining music. There's no, there's no real music not going on. What is happening is this: by this, by themselves, the strings don't have any music. The instrument doesn't have any music. Only when you touch the strings does music appear. In the same way, complete communication among everything is happening when Buddha nature takes form. I think Corbin skipped a step. Uh, Buddha nature takes form we start playing the music of our lives when we turn the light inward, when we feel that breeze completely and our mind opens up to boundlessness. And, um, and that's when that's when this self, this big self of ours starts playing the music of the universe. That's the, the chapter of this uh Morris uh, book here, the music of that's when we start playing the music of the universe. When we start opening those uh, knots, when we when the dust starts being blown away. In the same way, complete communication among everything is happening when Buddha nature takes form. This is this is this is uh, when our Buddha nature takes form. This what we this when we turn ourselves to completely inhabit this moment, this mind, this this breath. Another Zen teacher says when we uh, vividly inhabit this moment. And we know that uh, we're connected to everything that's going on in here. Not those limited uh, complaints and thoughts that we practice day in and day out. But when we kind of put those down and open up those knots, or allow the knots to be open by this very moment, we're vividly inhabiting. This is this is one this is one more um we're playing the music of the universe. This is one more truly connected. And and it, it it's just uh it's just that simple movement of um, can I step forward into my life? Can I step forward into this? Can I vividly connect with what's going on right now? We've already done it a hundred times in these two periods of meditation this morning. 
you know, I'm, when I start going, oh, I hope I can get the uh, projector going okay. Well, I, I hope that um, I hope that uh, the wires don't get in the way. I hope that everything's plugged in. Uh, when those words come up, then I go put that down for a moment. Let me just turn towards my posture, towards my breath. Let me relax my shoulders a little bit. Can I settle into this moment and follow my breath? Can I feel that? That cool wind dusting out um, the, the lights of my mind. We've done that. We've done that a hundred times. Connecting completely with this moment, letting go, unloosening um, those knots just a little bit so that we can settle forward into this moment. And that's that's what Coda means by. Um, the Buddha nature is taking form. That's when um, we feel, um, uh, in the words of Stephanie Kaza, the, the, uh, the, uh, the eco chaplain, um, she says about our zazen, and when we're vividly connected with this moment, with this breath, she says, we feel uh, the edges of our shoulders kind of get blurry and start, you know, connecting to the blurry edges of the shoulder of the person next to you. We start, we start feeling that. We start feeling that connection uh, of all of the, our Buddha nature. Um, Alive, and it's, it's not just—it's not a unique Buddhist nature that's mine, and a unique Buddhist nature. It's similar. It feels our shoulders kind of blurring up, emerging. And what—what uh, what an experience to um, to feel that kind of connection and intimacy. And, and we could do that with every breath, and not just in uh, this meditation, but uh, you can, uh, in, in every in every store, in every, in every every time we're in Safeway, see, can I be vividly connected with all of this background here? What a colorful array Safeway is, and can I be totally totally uh, and intimately, completely connected. Um, if you go and see complete communication among everything that is happening, that's the nature takes um, Translated the uh, Heart Sutra along with with Yoshi and John Halifax, the pious in Santa Santa Fe, New Mexico, and they translated it um, 
Form is boundless. Boundlessness is form. What if, what if everything, what if uh, all forms, the form of this book, the form of these glasses, what if, in, what if um, every time we connected with them, we connected with their boundlessness? Or when we said to ourselves, picking up our glasses, Opportunity to experience all this That's a, a, a what a wonderful way to navigate the world is is navigating through boundlessness. Every time we pick that um, that bunch of carrots. Counter it and safely, you see, I'm connected with all this. Of course, we, we, we know that um, intellectually, we know that this carrot needed the whole universe, needed the sun, the moon, the stars, the dirt, the minerals, the water, the rain, the uh, compost, it needed the whole universe to produce that carrot. We, we can kind of we know that um, in our heads, and you know, this is our opportunity to know in our bodies, to know, um, to uh, feel the melting of our shoulders because we are so intimately connected with the person next to us. Can we melt into that bunch of carrots? Can we melt into that canola oil? Uh, this opportunity to say, I am a whole universe. I'm vividly connected with the whole, the whole universe. As I was looking, I was thinking of uh, that last paragraph in um, Evangel Kong, which I was going to remember to get. It's so close. Remember that paragraph that says, I'll win this one, thank you. <laughs> you can help me. But, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, Master Bayu Bauche. Is that who it is? The monk says, um, Why are you fanning yourself? The wind is everywhere. Families. And uh, first, uh, Master Pioneer. This is not what I First, I knew. A Mount Boshe, Boshe. Do you have it in front of you, uh, uh, Sandra, in the chat book? Can you look up the Benjo Koan? <laughs> There we go, looking closer. Now, Bauche of 
Yeah. Uh-huh. 